of the night with the moon twinkling in the sky. It's once again time for another episode of the sexual, the amazing and the incredible prowess of the South Road Boys. Oh, g'day, mate. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably realistically how that, that starts. Went outside earlier, saw the moon. Yes. Felt a bit old school gothy. Did you now? Yeah. Even though it's only a slither. Yeah, but it looked really cool though, because you could see the rest of it there still. There must have been enough light in the air. Ambient. That it just it was it didn't look like just a little slither. You could see the whole ambience of the moon. It just looked like a fingernail clipping um, though. It, it was like a fingernail clipping, or it is. Yeah. I saw a really cool satellite at the same time though. <sighs> it was actually it must have been I must have been on the right angle to get the right glint to make it show up really brightly because it was actually, it was shiny. Ooh. Oh, that'll maybe. Because, you know, we know people have this job. Yes. And I love this job. <laughs> the guys that go up into space. Yes. To polish the satellites. Of course. Satellite polisher. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's a thing. It is a thing. They've got a team of Daryls yeah. that do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that had obviously happened with this one because it was sparkling. It was great. Could you imagine the working at heights permit that you're going to require to be able to <laughs> <laughs> the one thing. Yes. And I remember having a conversation with a guy in the bar once. Because he used to do this job. <laughs> Who uh, used to do this job, yep. Yeah, you had this job, had this gig. Satellite yep. scrubber he was. Satellite scrubber. There's a couple of different levels. Oh, so he's so, the guy who gets basically the, the gunk off. All the shit off. The shit off. And then the next crew comes in. And they polish. They polish. Yeah. And then does someone come along afterwards in detail? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. you got to yeah. detail it. Well, exactly. Well, otherwise, you polish gonna... it unless you don't detail the rest of it. Well, the problem is if you don't detail it, you've got all the remaining particles on there, and that's going to slow you down. Yeah, not only that, when people see it, they're going to know. Yeah. You basically want them to look up and go, Ching! Exactly. And that's what happened to me. Anyway, so you saw that you got me this guy. Yeah. And I remember talking to him. Yep. Over a couple of points. As you do. And I said, mate, what do you do? He said, I'm a satellite polisher. Oh, wow, really? Polisher or scrubber? No, he was a polisher. He was a polisher, his right. His brother was a scrubber. Ah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, his, his wife was. But... His wife was a scrubber. <laughs> I, was like, I even led myself into it. She, doesn't work, no, she was a scrubber, but she doesn't work in satellites. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said the one thing, mate, when you start this job, mm. he said a couple of Daryls do it. Yes. And, that, and we say, don't do that. Always harness yourself on. Yeah, hook on. So if you come off one, mm. you're gone. For a long time, yeah. until it goes, back <laughs> until it goes all the way back around again. So, yeah. pack a lunch. <laughs> the unfortunate thing that he's, the unfortunate part of that though, is um, that his brother was always single. Because I don't want no scrubs. Because scrubs kind of got can't get no air from me. <laughs> oh, oh, TLC, TLC. Well, that's what the satellites get. No love. <laughs> no TLC. No TLC. They get no. They do get TLC. They do. They get polished. They get scrubbed. I tell you what, that'd be a pretty good contract, though, wouldn't it? I would. Because you're not getting many people to go up there and check it. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like, did you do it? Yeah, yeah. You are right. I mean, the height scene, but ticking off the WH and S for that gig. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't like that job. Mm. Mm. Satellites got to look shiny. They do. Yeah, they do. Now, I was going to wait. <laughs> I was going to wait for that. But you've brought up satellites, so this is your own fault. <laughs> have you found a way to dig into the day already? I there have. It can't be anything to do with satellites. You were going to stretch this out and somehow join it up in some weird fashion that's got nothing to do with what we were talking about, mm. except for a slim toenail of a moon thread. All right. Okay. No, no. I I hear you. So I know how you work. You just find any opportunity. <laughs> it's just the way I roll. Hmm. Okay. So this leads me to today's date, which is 25th of May, which is when we're recording. But a conspiracy day. Well, not a conspiracy day. An opportunistic politician trading in on what else happened on this day that just fucking did my head in, right? Okay. You've got me. So I, yeah, see, I know. So on it's this, conspiracy. On this day in, what was it, 1961, okay. right, John F. Kennedy said, we're going to put a man on the moon. Oh. Right? Like, that's going to fucking happen. We are Brave going to call. put a man on it. Absolutely, right? Guess what else happened 
on this day in 1977. Not so we're we- talking 16 years later. Yep. 1977. On this very day. On this very day. Yep. Tell me, Joe Mather. Well, I think JFK was sort of a bit of a Nostradamus, you know, a bit of a prophet. Yeah, okay. Star Wars, A New Hope <gasps> was released in cinemas. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. And I just bought it in 4K. I haven't watched it in 4K yet, but, but I've bought it in 4K. Now, is that all the jiggery-pokery fuckery? That's that, the new version of the it. The new yeah, version of it. Unfortunately. So there'll be things in there that they've added it's, in that don't... It's George Lucas's fault. This is a problem. You can't even blame other people for this. It's his own fault. He keeps tinkering with his own toys. Now, I have the shirt. I mean, he's a, he's one of those teenagers where his mum would say, George, just put the dick down. Leave it alone <laughs> or you'll go blind yeah. or become a billionaire. Um, so you haven't watched it, so do you? You won't know whether or not this is the one that they've edited to make Guido shoot first. Not sure, but I'm assuming. Or Greedo. Um, I think it's. I think it is Greedo. Greedo. Yeah, Greedo. Or is it Greedo? Might be Greedo. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't in there for long. No. Um, <laughs> so I I reckon this is the one where he shoots first because I've got the t-shirt that says Han shot first. Mm. <laughs> Um, but they, because they, well, what happens is they changed it to try and change. Oh, sorry, Rody's like this is just going to fucking bore you if you are not a big fat nerd, nerd. Who, who doesn't like Star Wars. Then probably not the podcast for you. Oh, look, just fast forward a bit. It might, it might, get, we might get the boobs later. Well, yeah, we might talk about boobs again. <laughs> yeah. um, but this was the one where they made Luke Lucas made the change to make. Han shoot second, so it seemed like it was more self defense. Yeah, because in the original one he shot first, which kind of set him up as a different character. But then when you make it, well, he was a murderer, a murderer. Mm. Well, he was a an offensive defenseman. <laughs> um, and then after there was such a backlash of it, the next iteration of where he went and played jiggery pokery fuckery with it, they changed it back. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see whether or not your four K version. Has him shoot first. There or is second. another version, apparently. Um, I don't know whether it's still one of the versions or whether mm. it's a separate version again. Yes. In which Greedo actually says something too. Which I'm is meant shoot to. You. Yeah. <laughs> You're a murderer. True. <laughs> uh, it's meant to, I think, allow something for Han to preempt the reason why he shoots first. I just like the so, idea that Han shoots first. I just that sort of. Well, he's a scallywag. He's a, he's a, he's he's a man a, of space. Exactly. He's, you know, he's not meant to be a nice guy with incredible values. He's a survivor. I'm a survivor. <laughs> yeah, but I, so that was interesting. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not your brand new purchase of Star Wars: A New Hope includes that. I'm looking forward to watching it in its 4K glory, though, to see how well it comes out. Mm. Yeah, it'll be good. All the moons of Tatooine. A little bit exciting <laughs> to go and watch a movie from 1977. <laughs> Well, I must say, Empire, I mean, this is the 4K though, version. The one, well, I got Empire as well, and I got Return of the Jedi. Exactly. So I got the original trilogy, which, let's be honest, they're the three that matter. And Empire is almost one of the best films ever made. Agreed. In my opinion. But, you know. some people, Apparently, here's yes. another thing. Apparently, the big moment in that movie. Spoilers. Spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. In which Darth Vader says to Luke, Luke, I am your father. Yes. I don't know if that's the exact wording, but I think it's pretty much it. Hand in your nerd card if you've got that wrong. <laughs> Apparently, the line initially yes. was that um, something to do with um, Luke, um, Obi-Wan killed your father. <gasps> oh, oh, I know the story. Oh, oh, I know the story. Ask me, ask me. I know the story. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just going to see if there's anyone else in the room that has got this ooh, information. Oh, oh, oh. I can see Joe waving his hand, and I can see... Oh, oh, oh. Now, look, unfortunately, no one else has got their hand up right now, ooh, so ooh, um, ooh. I'm going to tell a different story. <laughs> What's the story, Joe? Tell me. Okay, well, it was it was the way to be able to make it so no one in the cast knew. So back back in 19, what, 83, 82, 83? Yeah, I reckon it would have been 82. Yeah. So... 81, 82. 81, 82. So they 
obviously didn't have to contend with the internet. No. But they still wanted to make sure that the secret, the reveal that Darth Vader was Luke's father was out, you know, kind of secret squirrel. So who was the name of the actor who was in the suit? Oh, I can't remember, but I know he's not a happy camper. No. Anyway, he's, so he He's trying actually, to sue them and all the rest because he should have got more money or more notoriety or... Or they didn't put him in some of the, the new movies or... Or he got replaced in doing something. Yeah, whatever. David anyway, Prowse. There you go. There you go. So he actually delivered all the James Earl Jones lines and then they just edited James Earl Jones's voice in yep. in post, which is what A little bit do. like when you got people um say doing a lot of green screen stuff and they're talking to something, they'll actually have a stick with a tennis ball on it. Exactly. So you're still acting as though you're talking to an object. Yeah. And the same with that, they would still need a voice to act with. Yeah, and interact with. And mm. I think that's I think we spoke about it earlier as well in another Star Wars conversation <laughs> where the guy made the sounds for BB eight. Yep. Before he knew what it was going to sound like. Yeah. And then when he made the next one, he actually mimicked the sounds that the used in post. Anyway, so they told God, David ready. what all the the things to say were. And the thing they told David to say was, Luke, Obi-Wan killed your father. Right? And that was it. That was the big reveal. That was the... But what they didn't say was when they were talking to um, fucking Luke... Um, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, it was moments before his reaction, what's really going to be said is, I am your father. Like, Luke, I am your father, or whatever. And it wasn't until the movie was released that Han Solo, played by fucking no one's names I can remember at the moment. Harrison Ford. Getting frantic. <laughs> wow. I, no, I'm just remembering characters. You're, you are. So, no, so, you're, you're in the zone. You I know what it is? I'm excited. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> um, didn't know until he watched the film. Huh. That, that was the reveal. Yep. So that was their way of keeping it secret. They. Um, I love the fact that even back then, they were still trying to keep secret so people didn't know. So they didn't spoil the film for everyone that was going to watch it. Yeah. How good is that? And I don't remember... Look, because it was so long ago, and I don't remember. I don't think I saw it in cinema. I think I was too young, and we we're in you know bumfuck Tasmania, so I'm not sure that I. I saw Empire at the cinema. At Village you know. Launceston's in Village Cinemas in Launceston. Yep. Um, and I remember actually seeing, and I might have mentioned this once before. I remember seeing Star Wars after Empire. Yeah, they did a re-release I because think. they brought it out again. Yeah, and yeah. I was obviously what was it seventy seven Star Wars came out, so I would have been. Four. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when it came out again in early 80s, mm. um, I was obviously old enough. And it's surprising. I didn't realize – you don't realize how young you are sometimes watching films. Like I remember films like um, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and Gremlins and Raiders of Lost Ark and Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And Jaws. Like all these movies, I remember them so – what I think is so vividly. Yep. Um, but I mean, that would have been a case where you've got your munchies and your food and you're probably distracted all over the place, but for some reason, you're still focused on that screen somehow oh, as a kid. so good though. I find it amazing that I still remember some of that stuff so vividly, which uh, for me now, it's like, take kids to the movies because that oh. is stuff you remember. But going to the 20, pictures. 30 years later. Going to the pitch was, it was an event. Like there was no multiplexes. It was not, it was like, this is the only film on that we're going to be able to go and see. Go and see that, and and especially when you were in the Bernie Cinema, which was two stories. You had your balcony seating. It was and tiered, tiered seating. <laughs> well, you had your balcony seating mm. and your whatever because it was originally a show theater. Yep. Like so, that's where they did performances and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, so I remember going seeing films like that. But that apparently, allegedly, is the story of. Um, I love those kind of stories. Yeah. I really do. Trying to keep the spoilers out there. Speaking of stories, mm. I was having to think this week. Yes. You've had a think. And I'm, and I'm, think about what you're you very musical doing. tonight. Oh, I'm just, I'm all happy and giddy. <laughs> I was having a think, and when I thought about my think, <laughs> here we go. I thought I must remember to tell Joe about it, what I was sunken. Yes. When we get around a podcast. Okay. And my thought was, and it's because it came from the socials that, it was obviously a re um, refurbished, a reshared, rejuvenated story. Remember here a, uh, a couple of years ago, mm. eighteen months ago, there was a couple of videos of guys that had come back from the future, 
and they'd actually done a YouTube interview about the fact they they'd been in say 2030, allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) It's on video, man. It's on YouTube. Oh Um, well, and they'd come back and they were wanting to tell us a little bit about the future and so forth and things that were coming and to be wary of this, but they they wouldn't give their names for obvious reasons. They wouldn't show their face for obvious reasons, those reasons being that they made people would track them down. Oh, okay, people would track them down, yep. Other government agencies and so forth. Yes. Or the other thing that they were very wary of, of course, was not running into themselves, their past selves. Oh, it's the back to future paradox. Because it could just destroy the universe, basically. Exactly. Destroy, yeah. Ruin the space-time continuum, yeah. I believe is what the, uh, the phrase is. You're so these guys come back, and obviously they were Marty. taken... Uh, and these are two separate incidences. Yes. So not... You know, two mates that have come back and done two separate stories. It's a bloke, two separate things altogether. And a guy hasn't watched the interview on Facebook and come no, up with his own. No, not at all. No, okay. Yep. So these guys have come back into the past and they're giving us information about obviously what's to come and et And then they've come back in the past or just come back to their present? No, they, no, they've come back in the past. So they live in the future. Oh, That's the futuristic coming back. Yeah. Okay, yep, my bad. So they've come back and they've decided to come back and, and let us know a bit of stuff for what's happening. And one guy said he had a photo, I think, of Vegas or something in 2030. And like it was, it was proof. Of course. You know, of that. Photographic evidence. And initially at the time, I must admit, I thought this is pretty cool. I got to say, I didn't actually believe it. Oh, I did. But yeah. I still thought it was really the premise of it. Yeah. It's really cool. So I thought. Imagine if you were someone from the future that went back in the past. Yes. Like, how would you make someone actually believe? Like, it would be tough to make someone believe you because straight away, everyone would be just, oh, come on. You're just a lunatic. You're a nutter. You'd have to. In Look, for anyone who is listening to this in the future. Well, that's possible. Because I'm assuming that sound and audio is... Potentially outside the space-time continuum. True, but it's in the future anyway. We're recording now. They'll listen to it a week later. So you're listening to this in the future. And then you want to go back in time to today to convince the South Road boys that you are from the future. So you might be listening to this in 10 years' time. You've gone through yep. the back catalogue of the South Road boys, the perhaps largest podcast on the planet. <laughs> it's, uh, what are we? It's May yeah. 2030. Excellent. Perfect. And you've suddenly come across the South Road boys. <laughs> podcast. You've you've uncovered in a bomb some, shelter somewhere. <laughs> you've uncovered some sort of time capsule <laughs> <laughs> on South Road Penguin. It's not called Penguin now. It's called, it's called Pangwana or something. Pangwana. Actually, you know what it is. One of us has probably been incarcerated for some heinous <laughs> crime against humanity, and you've gone and discovered the back episodes. What you'd need to do, in my opinion, is you would need to come back and simply tell me some very major unexpected historical events over the next five days. So you could actually say, in details. this is going to happen in two days' time? Tomorrow, one o'clock, there will be an earthquake yep. in Uzbekistan. I completely agree. And that's stuff that you cannot... Actually, no, I'll change that. You need two things. First one could be a fluke. Two is not a fluke. Oh, no, you need, you need... I reckon you need probably a half a dozen things that are going to happen in the next week. Give me the lotto results. And, th- and this isn't, yeah, and this isn't, um, you know, in five years' time, in, in July, there'll be an earthquake on an island in the South Pacific. This is at 5.70 or 5.32. Yes. On Monday. Yes. July, blah, blah, blah. Yes. There'll be an earthquake, um, 7.2. You know what you'll have to do? You will have to Bill Murray Groundhog Day it for me. Go through the whole day. You will have to be able to get there and go, a waitress is about to drop this, and the bank's yes, about yeah, to do that. I like that. Yep. Without a doubt, beat for beat for beat. If you can do that, I'm a believer. Yep. And I don't I, know but, what that's going to do to change my world, except I know that future time travel is possible. It'd or, be pretty cool, though, wouldn't it? It would be very So these cool. two guys have done that, obviously. They've come back. Yes. Um, separate people. Yes. Just happen to both turn up around the same time. Perfect. Separate instances. They're given details of things that are going to happen. Yes. Now, if you're a person that comes back from the future mm. to 2018, 2018, 2019, right around that period. Sure. And you're going to give information about the future to prove that you're from the future. Yes. When you look at those interviews now, mm. wouldn't you think someone would have mentioned a pandemic? <laughs> One would have imagined. I mean, I would think that even in 10 years' time, Yep. The the, uh, the COVID-19 outbreak, outbreak worldwide will leave... It's going to have a bit of an echo. 
Est- look, on yeah. when I'm doing my 2020, 2030 on this day, yep. were you aware <laughs> that this was to commemorate, you know, four months of the global pandemic? Yeah, it's going to be there. You it's know. a little bit like 9-11. Exactly. If People you don't mention it, it, you know, chances are. Yeah, so look, I just feel sorry for these guys that, you know, maybe yep. now, yes. you know, six, 12 months later. Yeah. Maybe they're not from the future, because well, I, I reckon they would have given us a heads up. Well, here's the thing, and I feel sorry. <gasps> sorry. Well, I feel sorry for the I guys who so I'll come back to it. who have the ability to time travel and go back in time, but didn't study at school. Like, <laughs> just, just don't know the history. Yeah, didn't do a bit of learning. Well, they did all the learning about time travel. But they, <laughs> just didn't, history. they just didn't pay any attention to current events. You think, though, if you go to school to learn about time travel... You'd think that history would be part of that. Why? Because you're going back and you probably want to know something about it. No, you're dealing with quantum physics and mechanics and space-time continuum and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the only thing you Take really... a smartphone with some information on it. Well, do smartphones exist in 2030? Oh, I found a Walkman the other day. <laughs> Surely someone's got a smartphone. Somewhere. I know the battery would have died after two years. Yeah, <laughs> so that minutes. wouldn't work. Yeah, like you've got, can't plug it in. There's no USB. But here's the thing. This is what I thought now. Mm. Would you mentioning that, what if they are from the future? Yes. What if they brought it back? They brought COVID-19 back with them. From 2030. <gasps> That's why it's sending us come from nowhere. And everyone knows that the time machines in the future will be made in China. Exactly. So, so they've probably gone back to where they were bought. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, because the theory being on time machines, and here's the thing, right? Here's the thing with time machines. There is a school of thought that time machines act like a, a, a work on a very basic telephone principle. So you can't make a telephone call to a time that doesn't have an, a receiving phone. Oh, I and haven't heard why, of that. Yeah, so that's why you can't make a, a time... That's why we get there and go, well, why, if there was such things time travel, we would know about it. Well, no, not because you only travel forward from the day that the time travel device is made because then they have them in the future, but they don't have them in the past. So that's why you can't make a call a bit like Stargates. Yeah, so until we actually invent <laughs> time again, travel now. Fuck, I'm sorry. Roadies are <laughs> yeah, really we all the nerve buttons. <laughs> like, we got our Star Wars to get to Stargate. <laughs> so basically, we need to invent time travel now for someone in the future to travel back to now. But only from the day that the original time machine existed. So that means no one's going back to kill Hitler. No one. No one. And that's the reason why it can't happen. <sighs> Allegedly. Unless, of course, you get a flux capacitor and your time machine happens to be a DeLorean. Well, that's different altogether. Which means you're How taking... How many DeLoreans are left in the world? But, Quite a few, but they're all restored, and I don't know whether or not you need OG parts. Yeah. And the theory is that they're going to make a new brand of or a revamping of the DeLorean. Really? Yeah, that polished or brushed aluminum, as they call it in the Americas, or aluminium, it's fucking hot. Well, not only that, With the gold it's looked doors. after by the same guys that look after the satellites. Ah, uh, of course, and then just yeah, polish. satellite polishes. Yeah, yeah. polishing your DeLorean, <laughs> not code. <laughs> I'm just going out to polish the DeLorean, love. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to polish and glory to get Troy. <laughs> Go get him, Joe. <laughs> so that's what, what do you mean, bank on a DeLorean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. So that's the theory that they can't go back in time. Okay, well, it's a good theory. But if you could, I mean, so to pause you there, so look at it to make it simple. Mm. As simple as it could possibly be. So for, I can understand it. If you open a door, yes, that'll take you somewhere else. Okay. But without the door, you can't go there. It's a wall. Look at the time machine as a door. Mm. It's a door through time. Yeah. Okay. But if you've got your time machine, that's your door. Yeah, so you're trying to make it difficult again. Yeah, see, I just make it at the telephone I principle. You try, can't call someone who doesn't have a phone. I just try to make it simple for the dumb people that are listening. But that's why the DeLorean works, because you're taking your time machine with you. True. You're not requiring a receiver on the other end, which yep. is the Stargate Because that principle. is a receiver. Exactly. Hmm. It's a teleporter. It's a risky what teleporter, though. Well, is it any worse than a TARDIS? 
Yeah, true, right. Let's not get on to Doctor Who. We've already covered Star Wars. <laughs> at least Stargate. At le- and now we're on Doctor Who. <laughs> at least Doctor Who. At least the TARDIS has a bit of real estate to it. So let's bring some Battlestar Galactica around because while we're at it. Exactly. Um, one of the other things. <laughs> so you are saying. Oh, question. That was my question. What was your question? Tomorrow, for whatever reason, you managed to design, construct, and have a working prototype time machine. Oh, fantastic. Do you go forward or back? I'd go back. Back to when? Well, for the reason I'll, I'll change that. The mm. reason I won't change it, I'll explain it. The reason I say go back yes. is that I don't know what I'm going to if I go forward. True. I can pick a position if I go back. Oh, you believe you're not only doing time, but you're also doing tr- space travel as well. So you don't just go back to this house 20 years ago. You can go back to, the you know, Uzbekistan 20 years well, ago. Well, it depends, I suppose, what you're talking about. If you're saying it has to be machine to machine, then it'd have to be the same place. Well, let's just say that you've you've come up with your own DeLorean. Can I use my prelude that I have? You can. Yeah. You can you I'm can the prelude. prelude. Fantastic. Yeah. <gasps> That's why you have to go back, because it's a prelude. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's the only reason why you can only go back in time. Because you've got a prelude. <laughs> <only> a prelude. <laughs> oh, that is spectacular. That is gold. I do like that. <laughs> so gold is white actually. But um oh. I actually don't know. That's a really hard question. Yeah. Because you kind of think, okay, would you go back to a time? I mean, are you going to be completely and utterly selfish? Of course you are. I mean, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> you know, like, for instance, would you go back to a time when, uh, like, there was a great rocket? So maybe go back to a time when you could go and see In Excess Live before Michael Hutchins Necked himself. Has a bit of a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, would you um, would you go back and watch a great like, for instance, the um, you know, the nineteen ninety grand final again with Collingwood? No, I wouldn't. Well, I, you wouldn't. Okay, but um, here's the thing, right? You say that you'd go back and do all those things. How are you paying for it? What do you mean? How am I paying for it? You've got a time machine, but how are you going? Do you know how hard it is to get grand final tickets? <laughs> <laughs> do you know how hard it would have been to get nineteen ninety uh, grand final tickets? I reckon you could rob someone. Well, see, there you go. Maybe you go back to- Maybe changing things. Yeah. Well, you're going well, to change something. True. You, there's going to be a ripple. Butterfly yeah. effect. So if you're going to go back, you're going to have to go back and give yourself the good oil on how to gain finances quickly. <sighs> I thought of a great thing. Yeah, what? I'm going <laughs> to go back. <laughs> yes. Oh. <sighs> To when Gillian Anderson didn't, <laughs> didn't think she was really that hot. Before she was really super known. Before, before she was known as like the hot Gillian Anderson. Yep. Hook up with her then. Oh, okay. And she'll grow into her own hotness. Yeah. And I'll be just like, sorry, coming, you know. But maybe she doesn't. Maybe she hooks up with you and goes, you know what? I'm just going to let everything go. Just- <laughs> well, what are you saying about me? <laughs> well, no, she's happy and she's content. So she's not trying. Don't be content, Julian. Just, just <laughs> but go why? be angry. But you love me. Be pissed so, off. So why am I? I'm just going to get fat, and I'm going to be 120 kilos, and you know, then she will become one of the X Files. And she will be an X File. She'll just consume you. Like one day, she'll just morph into the couch and never become the Jillian that you've come to know and love. You just ruined everything about time travel, don't you? I didn't ruin it. You're the one who went back and changed her. <laughs> Because she's, she's living with you and your mum and dad in your fucking basement at South Road. <laughs> really sad now. <sighs> hey, Julian, come and live with me in Penguin. <laughs> I've got a mate. We play the arcade game at the shop. <laughs> hey, Joe, I've got a new girlfriend. <laughs> Have you kissed yet? <sighs> no, not yet. One day. <laughs> she's got a great accent. <laughs> Oh, you just ruined everything. Well, how, how did I do it? You're the one who's dragged her from the UK to go and live in your little dungeon. In Penguin Tasmania. In Penguin Tasmania. 
What words? What words do you think you can tell an aspiring English actress to move the other side of the planet? Because one day to live with you and Merle and I. Because one day, yes, you'll get a penguin on the Penguin Walk of Fame. <laughs> That's why you'll be the uh, sleeping in the same bed. As a member of the South Row Voice podcast. And no, I'm Does not talking happen? about Joe Mailer. <laughs> Doesn't like Ginge. No, but would this even happen then? You'd be too busy shacked up waiting for her to turn into her royal hotness. Oh, yeah, so the, the podcast might not ever happen. No, you'd just be like, I married fucking Gillian Anderson. I'm you see, like, then it becomes who's con- she? <laughs> then it becomes a conundrum, though, because you're assuming that, I mean, am I going back to do it myself or am I going back to, to, to get my younger self? To do all this. That's the question. Because you're going from the point of view that this may never happen, but obviously it has happened if I've gone back in time. True. So, I mean, I come back to young Troy and say, dude. <laughs> dude. I know it's going to shock you now, but you're going to grow up into this Adonis. <laughs> the fucking beard that you grow. <laughs> is going to shape the world. It's going to be epic. <laughs> and but, then all of a sudden you've got this 17-year-old... Joe, there's an old bearded man talking to me. <laughs> he does a killer version of mum, though. Troy! Oh, Troy. He seems to know really well. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's imagine so that, confusing right now. That have, have that conversation at the banjos out the front of Kmart on our singing break. <laughs> Yeah, I met 47-year-old version of me, me yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Tell me I've got to hook up with some woman, girl named Gillian From who's either in America or England and apparently she's going to star in something called The X-Files. I, I haven't even had a girlfriend. Exactly. I don't even know anything about exes. It's yeah. <laughs> one of them blue movies. And I'm like, dude, why are you hanging out with old bearded men? Is there something you need to tell me? <laughs> He said he's a prelude. I don't understand what that means. It's a prelude. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what a Honda is. All I know is BMX. <laughs> is it a mongoose? <laughs> oh. Mind you, yeah. he did beat my highest score in the game over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> he's like some sort of savant. He said he said something about how I should li- light your hair on fire. Exactly. If you start no, to go really well. Don't listen to the old man <laughs> who wants to turn me into the burning man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, listen to an old bearded guy that's come out of nowhere that tells you to burn your friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's healthy. That's going to work out well. Or maybe that's what already happened. Oh, here we go. Terminator Paradox. Yeah, well, no, because you'd remember. You would. I'm hoping that if we were, you know, 17, 18, and a 47-year-old bearded man rocked up. claimed I was an older me. Yep. Who really knew your mum <laughs> and told you to set me on fire. It's a really intense conversation that we're having. <laughs> it is. But maybe this is that time paradox. Maybe mm. what happens is... Because uh, you're meeting yourself and the information about yourself and so forth, and the time can't change, essentially, it can't, it can't bend too far, mm. maybe to protect itself, your memories actually dissipate over time. Maybe. So maybe all of us have been visited by our past selves and maybe, at some stage. And maybe they don't turn in, they, they go from memories to what, like, like a daydream. Like I mean, maybe that's why Donald Trump right now is the president. He's like, I don't even know how I got here. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith thing. I'm not even supposed to be here working today. I'm not even supposed to be here today. <sighs> there you go. So you go to the past. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it'd be safer. Mm. The future is done. I. I mean, what happens if you know we've had a a full on nuclear friggin' meltdown and there's nothing there. And you just get your prelude, suddenly arise in the future. <laughs> People go, what the? Or, or it just arise and suddenly you melt. <laughs> True. You just don't know. Yeah, but you don't have to go, well, I suppose, effectively you could go a week in the future and that could have already happened. Could you? Mm. 
would you on a to think, boat? I'm trying could to think, you, would you, you on a plane? It's a very Back Dr. to the Future. Dr. Seuss. Once again, we'll come Star Wars, Doctor Who, mm. Stargate, Back to the Future. I mean, seriously, Star Trek's coming. Um, <laughs> no, this is important conversation, time travel. Everyone so, knows about it. I'm not sure whether it happened in Back to the Future or not. I've got a feeling it did in the first one where he remotely sends a DeLorean back or to the future. Is that right? And then it comes back? You're talking a movie that's 25 yeah, years no, old. Yeah, a while oh, back. I haven't seen it. So what I'm saying is what we should do <laughs> is have a spare prelude. <laughs> yes. Right? Because you, you want to have more than one. <laughs> yeah. Send the first one into the future mm. with a few cameras on the outside of it. Like to a, a probe. And have it timed. Yeah, to come back. So you can then look around and say, okay, yep, there's actually stuff here or there's not stuff here. Or it's safe to go there. Mm. And then you can jump in the prelude and go to that same point again. Ah. But I recommend we send a Daryl. Oh, I love the <laughs> idea of sending a Daryl. Send a Daryl. Because the Daryl can then go and get a couple of newspapers. True. Oh, that gets the future and he, <laughs> he sends a message back somehow. He's going, Oh, I've changed the setting and now I can't get it back. <laughs> it's, going, like my mum. It's, got, it's got no synchro into first. <laughs> I can't get it back in the gear, Mr. Barnes. I've stalled it. I've <laughs> prelude. Put it in the clock. The clock. Put it's it on the left-hand side. In second, find a heel. Once you get up, just pop the clutch. Just, just slight, take a slight. No, fuck. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Get another Daryl. Get another Daryl. <laughs> well, that's why you use a Daryl, you see, because you've got to send two Daryls. Send two Daryls. Yep. <laughs> when in doubt, send another Daryl. Send a Daryl in the back seat just in case. <laughs> Actually, not in the back seat. You couldn't really fit many people in the back seat with that car. No. no in maybe the boot. In, in the boot. In the hatch, Daryl in the yeah. boot. <laughs> <sighs> I think the past is probably a safer option. Well, you just know more. I mean, it's not perfect but you know what you're in for. Yeah, but you're going to affect time. There's your problem. At least if you go to the future, you can, you're can. you not really going to affect the current day. You might... It depends on what your motivation is. And, and we'd all like to say it's going to be to save the world and, you know, do a Greta Gunberg or whatever her name is and, you know, stop the world from imploding. But the reality is we're going to get a lot of results. But just remember to... Find that. out what the next iPod right. is. Just think about it, though, Joe, and this is something to always remember with time travel, and it's something that my grandfather told me, and <laughs> my grandfather told his son, which is my father, and my father told me, and, yep. and, and I told my cat. Excellent. It was, uh, you may go into the future yep. and think you're not changing anything, mm. but you're still changing another man's past. Wow. That's deep, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's a bit deep. <laughs> yeah. I think I just took the blue pill. Because <laughs> I just figured yeah. we need so um sex robots um, <laughs> so sex robots. sex robots uh, this is actually true story oh you have a sex robot why do you not surprise me you've got a sex robot story a South Korean football team yes have you seen have, this no don't right. tell me they've all gone in for a sex robot to share they needed to make a bit of an apology of course they did. To North Korea or the world? Uh, no, look, it was pretty much, I think it was to everyone in general. Okay. Um, so, I'm so sorry. Well, what they try to do is come up with a solution or a problem. And I love that. I love problem solvers. Excellent. Uh, have a problem? Don't Solve worry it. about the problem. Yeah. A problem is there to be solved. Find a solution. Perfect. Easy. Great. You can't get crowds at football at the moment. No, you can't. So they decided to start filling up a few seats with sex dolls to make it look like there were people there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow, okay. Yep. yep. There's a photo. Oh, shit, son. But I like the way they've put masks on them. They make them look real. Like, they make them look I really real. I think it's real. great. Oh. And some of them got hands up as though they're cheering. Yay! <laughs> Question for you. Yep. Now that certain restrictions are being lifted or starting to be eased off mm-hmm. in a in Australia... Yep. Certainly not the rest of the world, uh, but certainly in Australia, we are looking at lifting some sort of restrictions. And I think next month we are looking at AFL 
Yes. On. 11th of June, actually. 11th um, of June. Thursday the 11th, I think it is. Collingwood-Richmond is actually the first game to kick us off for round two. Dang. Now, will that be shown on Channel Rex? Uh, be shown on Channel something. Channel something. What do you think is the likelihood for the viewers at home for them to CGI in crowd and crowd noises to create an ambient atmosphere. See, I love the idea of CGI-ing, CGI-ing in yes. a crowd, because that's a mouthful. Yep. Um, that's what the sex robot said. Um, <laughs> um, they- but that would be a difficult thing, I believe, because I actually mentioned this a while back right at the start, so it'd be great if they could do it. But, but. I believe that they are going to be actually adding some crowd noise. Just... <sighs> I believe so. For the players? You know who I found this out of? A very reliable source. <laughs> the internet? My mother. <laughs> My mother asked me, will you be watching football when it comes back on? I'm like, a finger on the pulse. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, it's not really going to excite me much, but I'll give it a watch. But oh, I'll, Troy, come on. You love your yeah, pies. I'm not going to get invested in it like you would because it's not the same. No. Um, but she did say, yeah, apparently they're going to be putting in uh, some crowd noise to add a little bit of excitement to the game. And where's Merle picked up this little gym from? Oh, I don't know. Finger on the pulse she of the AFL? She just knows people, man. It wouldn't surprise me. It did you know? No, right? The Tasmanian Premier. Yes. Peter Gutwin. Yeah, Pete. He used to date... <laughs> Your mum. <laughs> no. Um, Basically, uh, someone lived up the road from us in Ravenswood, Launceston. Oh, did he now? Back when we lived back there in the, uh, would have been, what, the early 80s. And what was your mum's opinion on him then? Uh, apparently, he's done all right compared to what he used to be like. <laughs> <laughs> he's, apparently, he's done really well. He's done well for himself. He's come good. <laughs> Had a bit more hair back then, too. Yeah, though. fair enough. Yeah, so. But Merle reckons they're going to have uh, audio piped into the AFL game. Yes, apparently so. So it'd be interesting to see how that goes. Whether it whether it actually works and does give it a little bit or whether it's just really corny. Do you think they're just going to do it for the TV audience or do you think it'll be in the stadium to help nah, be the TV. players? I reckon it be TV. But why wouldn't you do it for the players? Get them fired up. Come on. I don't know whether it'd just once again even be corny for that. I'm in a mansion near there, right? Like I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've, I've gone up to the stadium. I'm playing a, I'm playing a badminton. Yeah, back in the badminton. days of Dial Rangers yeah. for Penguin. Further whacking. Very competitive. <laughs> yes. Um, actually, it was badminton. I used to love a bit of badminton. I love badminton too. Yeah, and, I thought it was um, a great sport. Yeah, awesome. Um, for athlete, I mean, it's good for your fitness too. Yeah, not good for your knees. No, not good for your knees at all. Mm. Um, but imagine you go in there and you're playing a game of singles. And over squeak, the speakers squeak, in the squeak. corner, <laughs> you've got this bit of crowd of ambience that they throw over. Um, I just don't know whether I'm going to think, oh, come on, boys, you're taking the piss. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> <laughs> or whether I'm going to go, wow, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Why don't they, and look, I know this is going to be at a considerable cost, potentially. Okay, right, fire it at me. I'm happy to invest in something that's worth it. No, you're not going to have to shell out a cent. This is going to be a cost borne purely by the AFL. All right? They've currently got at least two big screens. But as we know, with the invention of technology, all around the stadium on the the boundary fence, the first tier fence and the second tier fence, there are LED screens. Everywhere. Everywhere. Can't get away from it. Why don't they zoom a crowd in? Zoom a crowd in. So you, as a supporter, you you have to pay. Like you have to be a proper a member of yeah, the okay. club, right? Yep. And you sit there and you're in your garb. You've got your beanie on. You've got your scarf there. And you've got maybe a couple of mates at home because you're allowed to up five. And your face and your audio is put on one of those little screens. Do you know that... A similar thing like that has actually been done in sci-fi movies before. No. Well, actually, I think it might have even been something like a Doctor Who episode. We're back to that again. Oh, my <laughs> God, this is so nerdy. This episode. We, we tried to go to sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in which it was some kind of sport. It might not have been that. It might have been something else. But the actual, all the seats are just little screens, and the screens tilt and move around to watch the game, and it's people watching at home. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Actually, wasn't Death Race like that, where people tuned in? Maybe. It's probably done a few times. No, I think people were just watching and it was a TV show. 
Yeah, possibly too. Yeah, but imagine yeah. that. So, same premise, similar premise, but mm. I just I can just see too many pissed parties where all you see is bums everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> The, the oh, crowd- especially if the opposition gets a goal, exactly. all the supporters of that team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because they believe there's anonymity of because course. on the Zoom. But, yeah, why not? And then that'll – I mean, look, it, it'll be weird. Slightly. But it, will it be any weirder than just audio from the 1983 grand final? <laughs> I'm <laughs> very curious to know what the audio is like uh, and whether they stick with it. Like, they might do it for one round and just go – Oh, no, that's not liked very much. And you're not going to do it for, like, the whole game. You have to do it for goals. Or exactly, for big plays. For big plays. <sighs> yeah. Pretty much. I mean, it's, it's just the commentators in the game. Maybe. Could be. And they just overdub it and overdub it and put an <laughs> echo effect on it and all that kind of stuff. You get a team of Daryls. <laughs> <laughs> I better still. So, let's let's just get an entire team of Daryls. Yes, like a few hundred Daryls, a troop of Daryls, maybe even I reckon a thousand Daryls. A thousand. Okay. Yep. What would they be? What would a what would what's a collective a colli- noun? What's the collective noun? Daryls. Daryls. Uh, well, a dupe of Daryls. A dupe of Daryls. Okay. So we're going to get a dupe of Daryls, yes. right? And we're going to go around in segments. And we're going to fill up a segment in the MCG with Daryl's. Yes. Right. And then we'll go to the next one. We'll film it. So instead of actually digitally just putting people into seats, we'll actually superimpose real people that have been filmed in those seats in the seats when the ball goes past that area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that. Yeah. I reckon that technology already exists. All Daryl's. All Daryl's (laughs) wearing different jackets. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Just different clothing, all the rest of it. Yep. Yep, and we just do it until we fill the entire stadium. Yes. And then that tech kind of stays there. So whenever we go around, it looks like there's people there everywhere. Yeah. And you'd have to do different versions of them. Some would be cheering. Some would be down. Some would be jeering. You know? (laughs) The Daryl G. (laughs) Ah, you bastard. (laughs) Pretty much. Carnifies. So I reckon uh, reckon we do that with the Daryls. Yeah. Maybe Daryl's are the answer Darryl's to the empty stadiums of football. Well, I, you know what? A, a, a doopy of Daryl's would work in NRL. A doopy of Daryl's. I really love that. It would certainly work in the NRL. Why the NRL? Because they're a bit doopy themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to all the NRL fans. Yeah. But you don't need as many of them. True. The stadiums aren't as big. Stadiums aren't as big. And they generally don't track the plays from... Like it just seems that they track the place from one or two cameras. Easy for Daryl insertion. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the Daryl insertion. <laughs> we have a Daryl insertion. <laughs> is that like a black hawk down? <laughs> it is when he, yeah, Daryl's in D seven. Daryl's in D seven. <laughs> <laughs> Insert okay, Daryl's on three. Two, two one. one. And cue the Daryl's. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, you you could do it, but I just I can see that there would be a benefit to the viewing public, right? Except people will be going, "Oh, why the fuck did Daryl's get to go?" <laughs> like, and not realise that social distancing, you know, is still a thing. So there'll be people worrying about that. But then there's no benefit to the players. You know, actually, you know where they need to have it, the Ozarks. Yeah, because I think. The, Ozarks in the United States are in, I think they're in Washington State. Not I think sure. it's You're a lake region or whatever. Yeah, I watched the show. Don't know. Didn't ever know it was a real place. Yeah, well, it is. I didn't mm. know that either. And the state themselves have downgraded their COVID nineteen alert from law to recommendation. Yep. So in the states, I think the recommendation is a six foot distance, yep. which is equivalent to one point five meters. But recommendation means you can do whatever the hell you want to do, and that's what the fucking done. <laughs> there is thousands of people at the resorts, at the lakes, because it was the Memorial Day weekend, of course, and they have all rocked up on mass, and no one gives a shit. Most what July four is going to be like fucked up beyond all recognition. You know what. American needs right now. <laughs> Tell me. More Daryls. <laughs> they need a special mascot. Yes. A superhero. Oh, yeah. So, surely distant Daryl. 
<laughs> Socially distancing Daryl. Socially distancing Daryl to the rescue. Dun, 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 dun. Oh! He'd be great, wouldn't he? He'd be awesome. Imagine he comes in with his cape, he's got a big D on the front. <laughs> Was that D for dickhead? Yeah. <laughs> it's socially distancing Daryl. It's an STD. STD. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to go down well. <laughs> totally your sex day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I reckon socially distancing Daryl could be great. We could bring out a whole range of figurines. Action figures. Have a Cartoon Network show. Oh, why not? <laughs> and they could do, like, you could you could treat it like Ronald McDonald, where people dress up as a socially distancing Daryl. Oh, Dar- socially distancing Daryl cosplay. Go to schools, give talks. Definitely. It'd be awesome. We could actually do a full-on live-action movie like The Avengers. Easy. Definitely. But it'd be a bit more like Shazam. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. A little thinking. bit more family friendly. Yeah, a bit, a bit more PG. Yep. Because you really want to attract the younger kids. Yeah, definitely. Because um, that's what older men like to do. Yeah, attract, attract the, the younger, younger kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your future, if your past is anything to go by, apparently it is. <laughs> oh, then there's another bearded man after Troy. I'd love it if. What is it with all these bearded men in our son? I, I think socially. This one's offered $100. <laughs> Why has he got a white van in the back of the lollies? <laughs> he says he's got a puppy in the glove box. I don't believe him. <laughs> a puppy in the glove box. <sighs> so there you go. So that's what the AFL need to do, is have round two in the Ozarks, because they don't give a tinker's cast. Do whatever they want to do. You'll get the crowds there. But apparently, it's just the me the the comments on Twitter have been, you know, uh, essential workers have been toiling at stupid hours for the last three months to try and save lives, and now we've got the Ozarks. <laughs> like just for fuck's sake, people! All it took was one barbecue. <laughs> All it took was one barbecue. Mm. Come bananas ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me. So oh. I still I want to bring out an entire range of action figures now. Socially yeah. distant, social distancing Daryl, and he's just got so he'd have a massive. So he's got him a brain. I can just see it. You'd have a massive rod yeah. um, <laughs> that shows you the distance you can be yeah, from a Daryl. Probably a little bit of a beer belly too. Yeah, just because want to be an everyman. Rocking a dad bod. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I, I like it, you know. And he's got a. How many Daryls are you away from the person next to you? Oh, fantastic. What's the distance between you, me and you? One Daryl. <laughs> One Daryl. <laughs> and you know what? The, the reason why a Daryl works as a unit of measurement is because... <laughs> is because... Yeah, because then you're crossing consonants and boundaries. You don't have to worry about... America's trying to work out what millimetres are, and we don't have sure, to work no out what feet and inches are. Yeah, you just how just... far away? One Daryl. One Daryl. One Daryl with his arms out. <laughs> that's the distance. That's a, a Daryl. <laughs> yeah. And that's where we become a one-world sort of government thing, on the back of the Daryl. Oh, Daryl Unification Daryl Code. Daryl Unification Program. <laughs> because then the whole world knows that, you know, that's... A Daryl. Oh, imagine like the, the commercial kind of thing. Exactly. Like mum looks over at young Timmy yep. and Timmy's friend Jimmy. Timmy and Jimmy. Yeah. It's like, Timmy, you haven't got a Daryl between you? <laughs> exactly. And Sully comes in and gets <laughs> bumpies in there. It's like, hi, kids. I'm Daryl. <laughs> I want to be between two young boys. <laughs> Not the Daryl we were after, mate. <laughs> hey, kids. Get a Daryl between you. Oh, get a Daryl between you. <laughs> That's a slogan. It really is. Get a Daryl between you. Every kid wants an STD when they're growing up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what else can you do with a Daryl? I mean, what else can't you do with a Daryl? You- <laughs> <laughs> what can't you do with a Daryl? What can't you do with a Daryl? It's a question for the roadies if I've ever heard it before. And maybe, well, when you form your one world... You know, unit of measurement. You've got your Daryl width. Um, what else can Daryls do? They can teach us basic hygiene. <laughs> Wash your hands like a Daryl. Like, like you're trying to get DNA samples off your hands. Even, um, <laughs> I mean, even just um, careful driving skills. Drive like Daryl. Driving like a Daryl. 
Yep. I mean, it's just Daryl's going to be held in a high regard. Well, it will probably going to bring Daryl's up. Well, I think what's going to happen is that post. Well, what are we now? We're May, so around January-ish, we're going to see the first COVID babies being born, mm-hmm. and I think Daryl will probably overtake Muhammad as <laughs> the most possibly. popular name in the world. It may get to the point. I mean, what month? So May. What are we saying? We're looking at for the for the main month of Daryl's. Oh, you're probably looking at Christmas time because you've got your January December. babies and stuff like that. Okay, January, well, maybe, maybe we say January. Yeah. So I reckon it'll be that popular. We may have to rename the month of Darryly. <laughs> Darryly. Darryly, February, March. <laughs> <laughs> could work. It could. The day when so, or the month when so many Darryls came into the world that they named the month after them. And the thing is, when when the name gets translated to different languages, he could be Darryl. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Harul. Yeah, a little bit like Sharon. Exactly, Sharon, exactly. <laughs> so, so what was this? Oh, too hot to handle. The dumbass reality da- bloody um, sex show or whatever on Netflix <laughs> where he's uh, the African-American dude who is built like a cannon. Sharon. Sharon, but it's Sharon. Sharon. Fuck, he's awesome though. <laughs> Doral. <laughs> um, oh. And then, yeah, no. I think if if the world, I think with COVID nineteen, the world does need a champion, and I think that champion can be Daryl. Yeah, social distancing Daryl. Get a Daryl between you. <laughs> Daryl between you. <laughs> I just want to bring out the range of action figures. I want to see the cartoon, and then I want to see the big budget movie. And Daryl activewear. Oh, Daryl PPE. <laughs> <laughs> And then, want to protect yourself from the next pandemic? Get a Daryl Dome. <laughs> Daryl it's just this, Dome. It's just this inflatable thing that goes over your house. Personal protection device. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Daryl Dome. Get a Daryl Dome now. 995. Oh, Daryl could take over Amazon. Everything's Daryl. Daryl on. <laughs> Daryl on. Daryl on. Uh, no, I don't think that plays probably no, too sounds well. sounds like a deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> Spray yourself on some Daryl. Scent of Daryl. Scent of Pine Darryl. Fresh. <laughs> and protecting you from COVID-19 oh, and COVID-20. I you think Daryl is the future. Daryl is and the I future. And I never expected it. But it was always there. Well, when we started sending them up to polish the satellites, we should have known that they had a future ahead of them. Well, they Just could see the we future. Thought. Well, maybe. <gasps> oh, Oh, shit, son. You're not going to tell me that they've come back from the future. They have. To reinvent the Daryl. <laughs> the, the, there's been a Daryl in the future who's come back in time there's to reinvent the There's been one Darryl. smart Daryl yep. that's invented a time machine. Who unfortunately came back with COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realise. Yeah, had an STD. Had an STD. Didn't realise that the reason why Daryl's became so popular as the saviour of COVID-19 was because Daryl's came back and spread COVID-19. It was the Terminator paradox. If he didn't come back, they wouldn't need to save. Oh, that's deep, isn't it? <laughs> Stupid, it's what it is. <laughs> Social distancing, Daryl. <laughs> oh, the jingles, I love that. Like a 60s jingle. Yeah. yeah. Everybody comes in. Hello, ma'am. <laughs> it's socially distancing Daryl. To is, the rescue. Is Daryl about? <laughs> <laughs> Can I speak? Oh, ring, ring, telemarketers. Can I speak to the Daryl of the house? <laughs> <laughs> Men, oh. women, children, all called Daryl. <laughs> and imagine the soap to, the soapies when they came out, the TV show. Oh. Daryl from Bamaral. <laughs> and they've got the, the Daryl laugh track. <laughs> I don't know why Daryl laughs like that. I don't either. That was actually quite frightening. <laughs> Scared me um, a little bit. Daryl comics. Oh, just... The new... The Daryl playing cards. <laughs> Fucking Marvel is renamed Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. Daryl Plus. <laughs> Welcome to Daryl World. And then, of course, who can be Daryl Hefner? <laughs> oh, that's just silly. 
It is. But you know what? That's what we do best. It is. But I think it is time that we yeah. need to go and find ourselves a Daryl. Let's end on a Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I'll be Daryl. And I'm Daryl. And we are the South Road Boys. Or as we like to be known, the, the South, South Road, Road Daryls. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you in my marrow.